It's San Fran driver system. <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, cop policeman game. Hello, welcome to episode 18 of Podmap. We're back, I'm Ollie, and with me is Tibbs. Hello, Tibbs. Hello. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, um, good, 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 good. It's a, a special episode. Um, is it? Because we're, yeah, we're broadcasting live today uh, from the Pontiac Silverdome. We are, yes, that's right. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, I hadn't even noticed. I know. Yeah, um, we've oh, yeah. set a new attendance record as well. Yeah, uh, ninety-three thousand yeah. one hundred seventy-four. Well, yeah, I mean, I we're mean, waiting for that to be confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason you can't hear them is because you know they're they're respecting, you know, the our, it's, our, it, our art here. Yeah, yeah, they're they're watching <laughs> in, in hushed reverence. <laughs> they are. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you did the solo show last time. So thank you for for covering that. Yeah. I, no, I that's all right. I um I enjoyed it actually. It was um I I, I quite I wouldn't mind doing doing more of those. A little um if you didn't hear it, it's a little um radio show I suppose you could call it of uh, yeah. of of music, uh, Mega Drive music. Um, some of my favourites. Um, from games I like, from games I haven't even played yet. Um, so yeah, last episode, give it a listen if you if you missed it. Yeah, check um, it out. Yeah, yeah. So um, in the last two months, I guess, um, what have you been up to game wise? What you've been what you've been playing? Um, well, I've had a lot of uh, sort of real life stuff that's sort of taken my attention away. But yeah. the, the time I have sort of spent, um, I've completed the medieval um, remake. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, really good game. Um, also, if you um, if you don't follow us on Twitter, then you should because we've just given away a copy of that. In That's our, right. Our first little giveaway. Um, That's so right. we'll probably be doing more of those in future. So if you want a chance to win something good, uh, follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I did that. Um, I bought the Aladdin and Lion King double pack re-release thing. Oh, did you? Okay, okay. I haven't yeah. picked that up. How's how is it? It's all right. Yeah. Um, Emulation's a little bit ropey. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Um, like frame weight wise and gameplay wise and everything is fine. Mm. Um, it's the sound emulation. It always seems. Ah, uh, it is the sound with, with the Mega Drive. Yeah, they can't seem mm. to get it quite right, can they? Which is no annoying. No, it sounds okay, and then it will like it like judder a bit, or it just doesn't sound right in places, and mm. it's uh. Yeah, kind of lets the package down a little bit. But if you haven't played the games or you you haven't played them for a long time, I mean, I f- it's only like twenty quid, so it's yeah. good for the it's 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 really good for the price mm. and the like the behind the scenes documentaries and making of documentaries and stuff that they include on there. Mm. Um, sort of makes up for its sort of shortcomings and things. Yeah, so. I wouldn't mind having a look at those because they used like real Disney animators on those, didn't they? Yeah, on they the, did. The yeah. yeah, so it's um, Mega Drive Aladdin, Mega Drive Lion King. Yeah. Is the is the SNES Aladdin on there or is it not? No, no, it isn't. no. because there was some confusion about that initially. There was some sources saying it was, some wasn't. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, it's definitely not on there. I can only assume because it was um, the Super Nintendo Aladdin was developed by Capcom. Mm, that's right, yeah. Um, and I wonder if there's some kind of rights issue or... Yeah. Um, because the Aladdin games that are included, like you said, they all the artwork was done in-house at Disney. Mm. Um, I don't think that was the case for the Super Nintendo one. No, so maybe no. there's some, some rights regarding the artwork or stuff. I don't know. But yeah, it's not on there. It's only going to be the, the Mega Drive one. So. Yeah. Um, and the, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color as well. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. I've never, no played, I've never played those. Yeah. No. But cool. yeah, it's a good, good, good little set. Mm. Um, I have... I bought ages ago. I had it on pre-order. You can order them um, straight away now. There's no sort of pre-order period. But um, the PSIO, it's like a flash cartridge for the PlayStation. So you can oh, boot right, games okay. off of flash cards. Oh, I'm not sure I even heard of that. This. Yeah, yeah. It's a really nice little bit of kit. Um, hmm. A little bit fiddly to install um, because you've got to cut a few traces on the motherboard and solder like a little pass-through chip on before you can get the cartridge to work. Um the soldering's not too much of a problem, but the cutting of the traces are really, really narrow, mm. and my eyes aren't aren't good enough to do it unaided. So I had to try and use. I got like an old magnifying lamp thing here, but it's broken. The hinge is broken, so I was sort of holding it with my elbow on one thing to prop it up, and then trying to cut the trace with another. And it's a nightmare, but right. I got it done. Um, yeah, it's really good. Um, so you can like load your games off of a SD card. Okay. Um, and you know just. It's good for a preservation standpoint because yeah, the, the PlayStation lasers, you know, they're not going to last forever. So yeah, the the laser the lasers in all of these machines are the, the things that seem to fail first, aren't they? When it, it does comes seem to, to be the the weak point, I suppose, because yeah. there's so many. There's so you know, I mean, the laser pickup sort of it's a precision instrument, really, mm. and you know they're going to wear out sooner or later. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. So really yeah, it's a good idea. There's alter. There's, I've seen ones for Dreamcast and um, like Saturn as well, and stuff like that. So it's it's something that it's it's great that people are thinking about these things and, and kind of making making it possible to to keep these yeah. these consoles. Actually, I've got to say though, good luck getting any of the Dreamcast or the um, the Saturn ones because mm. the, the, it's like one guy who makes it and he does them all by hand. That's right. Yeah, there's there's, no there's waiting lists. Process. That's right. Yeah, yeah you have to. He sort of announces them one day, and you you just have to sort of get that yeah. get in there quickly, don't you? I think there are fake ones around on eBay as, a, as an alternative. There are, I don't know um, how reliable they are, but apparently they're exactly the same. Yeah, they're apparently, apparently they're, they're, it's an identical hardware clone. Mm. Um, I kind, I'm in two minds about it, really. I mean, on the one hand, I I don't like people who are making things for the community getting usurped by mass production in China. That's right. But on the other hand, if you've got people waiting to give you money and you're not accepting that money, someone Mm. else is going to take it for you. I mean, it's, you know, supply and demand. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, I don't know. It's a difficult one. It is a difficult one. But the PSIO, if you want one, you can buy them direct. Now, there's no waiting lists or anything. Okay. Yeah, they're all good. Cool. And the final thing I've been messing about with is I bought uh open source scan converter. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've only played with it for a couple of days, but yeah, it's really nice. Mm. It's really nice. Um, uh, it's a bit awkward if you've got PAL consoles like ours. Oh, uh, okay. Because um, obviously games run their best. A lot of the, the um, games run better when they're running at 60 hertz. Sure. 
but if you modify like a modified Mega Drive or modified PlayStation, mm. it doesn't run at the true NTSC um, frequency. It's like point something 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 off, so it's not an exact NTSC frequency, right? And that can cause a little bit, you know, a little bit of um. It's not plug and play. You have to tweak a few settings to stop the picture jittering and to sort of get it just right. Oh, um, okay. I wasn't aware of that. No, I wasn't aware of that mm. either. Apparently, um, the frame, uh, frame mice, frame meister. Yeah. That the, that's the really expensive one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, that really struggles with it. In some cases, like it won't display at all. I've heard, but um, mm. but yeah, I've, I'm really impressed with it. Um, I bought um a pre-assembled one. Um, from Amazon, it came like with a proper manual, nice box, and yeah, mm. really good. Highly recommended. Okay, cool. Right, what have you been running on that? Just um, um just any anything you, anything yeah, I've, I've yeah, I've tried the Mega Drive and the PlayStation with it so far. Um, I was playing through Sonic Two with it today. Um, and it's it's beautiful. It's it's really good. Um, compared to because I before I just had a RGB SCART cable going into the back of the telly. Yeah. Um, and can, you, the, the pick the difference between just a standard SCART cable and this is is night and day. It's oh, really I can nice. imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially um, if you're you doing can, it on a you know a flat screen. Yeah. You know, rather and than you can it. tweak all the if you like scan lines, which I, I like scan lines because I think it it just feels more authentic. You know, to an old CRT. Mm. Um, and you can sort of tweak the intensity of the scan lines and whether you want them horizontal or vertical or both. There's loads of sort of options to get the picture just how you like it um mm. it's really nice yeah really really uh, if you're wanting to play retro consoles on the telly i'd, I'd really recommend looking into it mm. cool excellent so how about you what have you been up to um yeah i played a few things um finished shenmue 2 um, oh cool yeah yeah so i'm all set for for number you're three ready. all set for number three in a couple of weeks um uh, there, there was a, a demo out. I think it was for backers, wasn't it? For oh, really? Uh, no, I didn't hear that. I, I think if you backed it, you got a demo, like a Steam. I think it was a Steam demo, like a, a couple of weeks ago. And um, I think people are saying it's, it's, you know, it's, it's everything they'd hoped for from from going through that. I think it's, you know, it's, it's um, managed to, you know, live through the all the hype and and everything mm. from so far. Anyway, so um, yeah, I'm excited to play that. Um, yeah, second one was was good. I think I like the first one a bit more, just in general. But I think um, first half is a bit slow of the second of the second game. But I think it, it, the second half really it picks up quite quite a bit. So it's um, it is overall a, a pretty good, pretty good game. I think. Mm. Um, I haven't played the second one. Mm. Um, certainly not to completion. I I think I played a bit of the the Xbox one. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm certainly no, no. I certainly haven't completed it. Yeah. Um, now we know that we've got the third one on the way. Mm. Um, how bad is the cliffhanger on the second one? If assuming that the the third one wasn't coming and you just played it and there, you, yeah. there was no yeah. going to be no third one, is it a bad cliffhanger? Yeah, I'd always wondered this before playing it. It's not a cliffhanger in the sense that something dramatic is happening. It's kind of, it's very much not an ending of the of the thing. It's very much. Uh, are saying this is the, the the game actually the last couple of hours of the game is almost the start of Shenmue 3 because it takes place in a completely different place you have a, like a really climactic ending with a with a boss and then it suddenly completely shifts to this whole new area which seems like more much more the start of a new game and then it kind of ends like okay you know to be continued you know so it's, it's very much 
not an <laughs> not an ending. So you can imagine people's, you know, uh, horror, frustration, fr- frustration yeah. that it wasn't being, uh, you know, continued for for a very long time. Um, so yeah, and it, uh, yeah. So <laughs> it was uh, it was interesting to to finally see how that how that came about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. Um, yeah, it's a few weeks away. Isn't it's it? a couple it's, of weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, not not much longer to wait. Yeah. Um, other thing I've been playing mostly last month is uh, Ukulele: the, uh, the Impossible Layer. Oh, the the two D side scroll. Yeah. So it's it's a sequel to Ukulele, but it's uh, a genre departure in that it's uh, Ukulele was a, a banjo kazooie kind of uh, homage. This is kind of a Donkey Kong Country homage. In a, mm. in a way, it's very similar. I've um, heard a lot of people say it's a lot better than I think. Ukulele. It seems to have gone down. Oh yes, it's it, it's it's a much more uh, refined. Get everything about it is is really sort of honed to perfection. You know the physics, the the, the the sort of the progression through the game, the difficulty curve. It's all I would say just about perfect. It's they've really really put a lot of time and effort into making sure it, the whole experience is really really smooth and, and plays nicely. Um, which is great. It's um, yeah. It, 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 I think because um, I've never really played much of the SNES Donkey Kong countries. I played the Wii and the Wii U one, um, and I do like them, but they didn't have to get frustrating. They were, like mm. really, really, like, especially Tropical Freeze. I think yeah, oh, tro- Tropical Freeze. Tropical Freeze may be a very, very angry man. Um, <laughs> but this, the difficulty curve in this is so much better. It's so it's, it's so much more manageable. There's there's infinite lives for one thing, which is um, a big help. Um, and then the health system is is similar in that you've got your health is is sort of the bat Lely. If you get hit, she kind of starts she she flies off and goes nuts. And if you get then get hit without her, you lose the life, or, the, or rather you go back to the checkpoint. But you have an option. You have the ability to get catch her back again um, as she's flying around a bit like in um, Yoshi's Island. I was going to say that sounds like the Baby Mario. Very similar, yeah. So yeah, that gives you much more, rather than in Donkey Kong, you lose Diddy and that's it. You have to wait for, to get a barrel to get him back. This is um, it's similar, but much more, um, you know, um, forgiving. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's got like this uh, overworld, um, it's, uh, the top-down hub world, um, which has a lot of kind of puzzle elements similar to uh, the first game, really, but... It's much it's managed much better i think it's um that just flows really nicely the two kind of different styles blend really nicely you've kind of got um each level is represented by a book in the level in the sort of the hub world and you have um the ability to alter the levels by doing something in the hub world so you release a load of water from one from like from a stream it sort of floods into the book and that will create like an alternate flooded version of that level oh cool so there's really nice ideas like that and um yeah. it's the same sort of level geometry um but they they have different objects and different you know uh different goal it um it, it's like a really good way of reusing the same level but without without it feeling like you're retreading the same ground yeah um so yeah it's 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 just a really good game it's um uh, th- there's only two things I would say it could really improve upon. It's, um, I think, you know how in the Mario and Yoshi games, they're very sort of inventive with things. They come up with, you know, how you'll have one level which comes up with an, with an idea that you've never really seen before. And mm-hmm. it's just think, wow, that's so inventive. I think 
a lot of ukulele is plays it a bit safe with that i think a lot of the gimmicks are they're really really well done but they're all there's nothing really that you haven't seen before in other games um so it doesn't get old but i think you know maybe if they'd have a, just a, a few more levels that really kind of push the inventiveness a bit i think that might have that might help it a bit yeah. Um, and the other thing is, I think is the music really, because it's it is a good soundtrack. It's by David White, who did um, Diddy Kong Racing, which is one of my favourite soundtracks. But this doesn't quite reach the same level of catchiness as that one. I think, I think if it, if it just had a few more tunes in it that I would I would go away humming when I'd finished, um, it would be it would make the experience just that little bit better. Um, I didn't have too many of those. But um, as I say, it's not it's really not a bad soundtrack at all. I think it's just, you know, if you if you take something really good and give it a really, really catchy, awesome soundtrack, it makes it it takes it from really good to great, like awesome. So um, it's just a couple of those little things keeping it from being like probably a, a great all time platformer. But other than that, it's just a really, really good kind of textbook platformer, I think. It's quite cheap as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like only twenty a, quid. A little, little budget release as well. There's been some yeah. really cracking games, so like budget prices recently. There has, yeah. You know, there's a lot of sort of big AAA releases at the moment, but I mean, mm. if you if you're on a budget, there's been some really good stuff coming out. Oh yeah, definitely. It's um, it's one if you if you're into platformers, especially if you've got kids. I mean, Alice has been watching me play, and she loves it. She really there's <laughs> there's just something about it that she really kind of is glued to so if you've got kids you know um and if you've got slightly older ones they'll they'll it's very forgiving so they might be able to play and enjoy it i definitely recommend it you know it's really really good game awesome Mm. um the only other thing i've been playing with any sort of consistency i've been replaying um sonic lost world i've never played it it do you know what it gets a lot of stick from a lot of people but i and it's quite a polarizing game some people really like it some people absolutely hate it for some reason i've never really I worked th- out why i think i played a demo but I've, i don't have the full game um no. it's the one where it's all sort of is kind of like um mario galaxy but yeah cylindrical yes it, it borrows a lot from mario galaxy i think they've kind of they, they wanted to deliberately take a different turn with it and try something different and they kind of you know what works really well we're going to have a go at doing something that's a bit more like mario galaxy i'm not going to say it's as good as mario galaxy and it certainly has its problems but you know i it's some it's a really interesting kind of it's quite an experimental 3d sonic game i would say it's kind of it puts more emphasis on going a bit slower a lot of the time it's even it's actually got a run button so you don't rather so your normal moving around is just a walk and you hold the That's trigger weird. to yeah. it's kind of weird for a sonic game but in 3d i think it actually works quite well you yeah. you can actually jump onto a platform without sort of fearing that you're going to sort of slide right off you know there's a certain amount of um kind of there's a good control to it you know you can actually jump with some precision um it works less well in the 2d unfortunately they kind of use the same system for 2d and you always kind of when you do a jump to a platform you never have quite the same momentum that you would expect normally and that kind of lets it down, I think. But, I mean, it's a really nice... It's got some nice ideas, a bit like what I was saying just now. You know, some unusual things that you don't normally see in a Sonic game. Um, you know, the great soundtrack. Really, really good soundtrack, even by Sonic standards. Um, and I've been playing... You know, I've been playing... I've been... Um, this is on the Wii U originally. It came out in 2013, I think. I've been playing the Steam port. Um, I'm just sort of playing through it, really. Because I was just looking for something to play. And I thought, I'm like... Yeah might as well and I've, I've played through most of it and i haven't really because i don't know the levels inside out as much as i do for other sonic games but i haven't really 
you know, found them to be particularly challenging, you know, in a sort of frustrating sense that some people seem to have with it. But, you know, I think it's, um, it's, um, you know, it's worth a second look, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if I, if I see it cheap enough, I will pick it up on on the Wii U. Um, oh yeah, I mean Wii U games are quite a low price now. I think I should think it's not very expensive at the moment. I wouldn't have thought it was too pricey. No. It's it's well worth the try. There are, yeah. I think, I think Sonic Team kind of wrote it off as a as another failure because of whatever certain reviews said, and it's kind of they haven't really thought about the you know, taking any ideas from it. But I think it does have some really nice ideas. There are. There are sort of hidden roots in it that are sort of auto-running sections. They're, they're often hidden for some reason. You have to find them. but And you sort of run along these kind of cylindrical pipes that sort of uh, wind around. And he's auto-running. He's not going too fast, but fast enough that you can avoid obstacles. And those are really, really fun. Um, and it's a shame that they haven't quite looked at that. Instead of like the, the long, empty sections where it's just enemies and you just simply boost through and just nothing interesting really happens. Yeah. Which is Sonic Forces all over. I was going to say uh, Sonic Forces <laughs> yeah. in a nutshell. Instead of doing that, they should have done something a bit more engaging like that. And I think a game that combines that and like 2D Sonic would be would be a real would be a real killer, I think. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what the next 3D Sonic is is going to be it, really. What, it's difficult it's so be? difficult to predict because yeah. I mean, they're quite they've been quite few and far between this decade. And they always, whenever they do something, it's always come unexpected. So they've gone from, from they did from generations. They went to Lost World, which was completely different. And then for Forces, they kind of went back to the generation style, um, and both of which kind of proved unpopular for different reasons. So I don't know. I remember watching a video by uh, Jim Sterling on YouTube where he sort of criticised Sega um, rather than than Sonic Team for not sticking with an idea. Yeah. Like they'll they'll yeah. get an idea and they'll they'll do something interesting with it. Like you said, maybe flawed, but you know, mm. certainly something that could be really good if it was refined. That's right, yeah. But if it doesn't if it doesn't like hit that critical sweet spot, they tend to throw it all out and just start from scratch again. Yeah. Um and I yeah, I think that's I think that's a, a reasonable criticism. It does seem to to be a pattern that they fall into. Mm. But um you know, hopefully, I'm I'm really hoping that the success of Sonic Mania has shown that people there's an appetite for more going back to the the tried and true formulas. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. They're well aware. Know, they're well aware of that. I mean, um, yeah, I would hope that they, you know, that's sort of going to be a guiding principle for them going forward. They, yeah, um, they are. I and, think they're, but I think they're also aware that there are lots of because they've, as you say, they've gone through all these different ideas. There are lots of fans of certain ideas within that like the like the sort of the boost mechanic the more 3d, st- the more yeah. 3D stuff and they seem to uh, you know it's unfortunate in terms of the 3d stuff though i i think using sonic adventure one and two as a template would be the same th- would be the way to go i think, I think so yeah well i remember when sonic 06 was announced i mm. think a lot of people were expecting that to be sonic adventure 3 in yeah. all that name yeah um you know, and I think people have wanted a Sonic Adventure three ever since. So, oh yeah, if, yeah. You know, if they want to go down the, you know, a three D game for the for the new fans and a two D series for the the more retro fans, um, I think Sonic Adventure would be the the template to use for any three D ones going forward. But mm-hmm. you know, it's like you say, it's impossible to predict, isn't it, with them? Yeah, <laughs> they could do literally anything, really. Yeah. 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 Um... I still haven't got around to playing Sonic Forces. I do have it on um, Steam, but I um, 
I've, I just can't bring myself to do. It. <laughs> I, I wouldn't rush. You know, no, I know. <laughs> I know. I have seen a playthrough from it. And it just it, everything that I that I look for in a Sonic game, everything I, I value in it, it th- that game just seems to take a massive dump on it. To be honest. Yeah, I think we talked about it. We talked about it briefly in like um, one of the earlier episodes, but it's kind of it, it tries to be really edgy mm. and sort of dark. But it doesn't have the guts to go the whole way no, with it. No, it doesn't, no. <laughs> they'll be like, you know, they'll say, oh, Eggman's had Sonic kidnapped for for six months and he's been torturing <laughs> him every day. And then the next scene, Sonic's just wisecracking yeah, and, know. you know, know, no, it's like, oh, well, yeah, that's really dark. Sonic's been tortured. Yeah, and but he's they perfectly didn't have fine. the guts to actually go through and show any of the, you know, any of that. It's just like... Yeah. And then there's an argument like, do you, you know, does anyone want a game where... Eggman's torturing well, people. Well, no, and, not really. It's just you a bit... know, is that something anyone really wants in the first place? <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a sort of dark sort of Batman DC comics sort of version of. Uh, like, I don't think anyone wants that, really. Do they? Oh, they? I would hope not. Yeah, it does sound. There's, there's fan fiction sites if you like that kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. I think the American comics kind of go more down that route, but I've, I've never, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That seems a bit wrong. It seems a step too far. I think you need to kind of <laughs> think about what Sonic. Is and what it was always supposed to be like from yeah. the start, and kind of yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, you've just got to recognise the absurdity of trying to do a grim dark story about a blue <laughs> anthropomorphic hedgehog, really, haven't you? And a, yeah. a villain called Eggman. Yeah. You know. On that. Uh, on that. No, your limitations. Yeah. On that note, um, you, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the sort of the leaked photo that people think is the the redesign of the, oh, the Sonic yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. It looks a lot better than that. Yeah, it looks um, it looks it a thousand times actually better. looks like Sonic more or yeah. less, yeah. So um yeah, assuming that's the that's the one, I think people seem to be fairly sure it is. Um yeah, probably a probably a good call there, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um I don't think the film's gonna be that bad to be honest. My main criticism of it I think was the design. Yeah. Uh, the design was awful. Yeah. Um I, I think if you go into it with the right expectations, I think, you know, you've got a reasonable chance of being entertained, I think. Yeah. I quite like Jim Carrey's sort of interpretation of Eggman. Yeah, it looks it was good. just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. <laughs> kind of, I'm, yeah. all, I'm all right with that, so yeah. You I think know, I think it'll. A good Sonic do you know what? It will work. It will work for the Eggman character. I think. Yeah. Um, that it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm optimistic, but mm. um, I'm not down on it. I'm no. not going to. You know, I'm. I'm not going to go see it in the cinema, but I'll when it comes out on on Blu-ray, I'll, I'll watch it and mm. I'll probably enjoy it. I think. Cool. So. I think I am going to go and see it in the cinema actually, only because you know I think I owe it to the childhood me that always wanted to go and see a Sonic movie. I think. You know, this may be the only one that ever is, so <laughs> I might as well go and enjoy it. You know, yeah. even if I'm the only one that's in the cinema, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's going to be a Sonic cinematic universe, is there? Uh, I hope not. No, there's <laughs> probably just one. Will be fine. Yeah, <laughs> God, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised going. You know, God, the way the cinema goes these days. Everything's got to be a cinematic universe. Yeah, these days. don't get me started, honestly. <laughs> um, PlayStation Five. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Not really a lot to say about Not it. Not really, no. I, no, I, 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 I have, in my notes, I have PS5 question mark written and literally nothing about it. Because <laughs> we didn't really know anything about no. it other than the fact that it, it's called PlayStation 5 and it's going to have an SSD in it. And that's about it, really. We don't know launch titles, price, mm. dates, anything. Um, 
No. But I, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. So PlayStation 5. Yeah. So that's coming out late 2020, isn't it? Supposedly. Yeah, holiday yeah. 2020. So we'll probably see, see it at E3, I'd imagine. Yeah. And probably the same for the Xbox one as well. Whatever yeah. that's going to be called. Uh, Project Scarlet at the moment. At the moment, yeah, that'll change, I expect. That'll change. Also, because Scarlet isn't even their colour, is it? It's green. No, it's not, is it? Which I I find really odd about that that choice of (laughs) code. Project Emerald. Yeah. That would have been good. That would have been great, yeah. Really cool. You know? Um, I was going to say something, I've forgotten now. But but yeah, PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5. Did you um, pick up the Mega Drive Mini? No. No, I didn't either. No, I didn't. Um,. (laughs) I, think, I don't know why. I th- no, I, I think I might when the price goes down a little bit. I think I found I, I well, I have found it difficult to justify to my wife why I should <laughs> why I should buy it, <laughs> given that I have a Mega Drive with an EverDrive in it, yeah, and you know, emulating and all that. So yeah, I, I can see her point there. But um, yeah, I, I it, it looks it, it's 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 done well, you know, review wise. I think it's you know they, mm. they've kind of nailed it. I think, and there's a lot of value I think the, there. The thing is. There's better ways to play the games that are on there, mm. um, either through a RetroPie or on a PC or with any of the. Well, actually, I can't recommend any of the current gen collections, but like no. the the Mega Drive collection for the 360, yeah, uh, the Sonic Mega collections. If you wanted the Sonic games, there's other ways to to play these games. Mm. The main attraction is the small form factor, looking like a little Mega Drive. Yeah. And I think the retro electro model sort of scratched that itch for me, really. Yeah, so. yeah, same, same with me. I think if they, if um, Old Vic hadn't uh, come out with that awesome little model, I think I'd be much more tempted by it. But yeah, it's there, sort of sitting on the shelf. It sits right in front of my my desk, my my monitor. I can see it all the time. So it's like, mm, I know. But, yeah, that's, but, kind, so, that's kind of yeah, that's filled that gap for me personally. Mm. Um, when they drop in price, I might get one just yeah. for. You know, just to give it a, a trial run and see what it's like. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, I I didn't. I'm not in any particular rush to pick it up. No, me neither. Okay. So, um, anything else to discuss? Have you thought about the thing that you've forgot about? No, I didn't. But okay. I have thought of something else. Okay. Um, with the Mega Drive Mini, I mm. noticed that they've done a plastic 32x yeah. and a Mega Drive that you can add to it as well. Yes, I know. Why, do, why didn't they get Vic to do that for him? I know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it does look quite cool, that the little Tower of Power or whatever it's called. Yeah, it does look cool. I, think I it's, don't know um, if you can even buy it in, in this country. Can I think it's Jap- Japan only, I believe. I'm sure I've seen like uh, uh, the uh, US um, uh, 32X, because it's called the, the Sega 32X. Oh, right, okay, yeah. In, Japan and the the Mega Drive 32X in um, US and Europe, and I'm sure I've seen a, a Mega Drive 32X one with sort of the the European branding, but I don't know. Okay. Um, it might be a Japan only thing. But it's good. It's good. Yeah, does but, it look good? Yeah. Is it 32X? I think it's Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic One, isn't it? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 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 That is pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Mm. But um, yeah, like I said, I mean, they already they've got someone on hand who has made a um, small Mega Drive. Yeah, they could have just given him a call. I said, listen, sort us out with a sort us out with the goods. Yeah, yeah. I'm eagerly awaiting to see what Vic uh, does next. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. We haven't heard much about it. So um, no. It, no. if you're listening, Vic, um, 
He's not going to. He's not going to tell us until he releases. <laughs> well, we've already asked him. Like, he didn't tell us, so he's not going to tell us now. Is he? <laughs> okay. Um, any other news that we need to to cover? I haven't got anything written down there. Um, no, I I don't either really. Um, it's all just. It's not really announcements at the moment, is it? It's just sort of releases. You know, games coming yeah. out for Christmas, and they're not not really announcing anything at the moment. It's not really anything that interests me. I know there's a lot of stuff with. Um, Call of Duty new Call of Duty is meant to be some people say it's good some people say it's bad, it's controversial for some reason but it's yeah. not really not really something I'm it's not us Call of Duty it's is not, it not it's really not, my I mean, cup of tea no me neither yeah. um, other than that I think that covers it all Okay, um, we've got incoming indies um, you don't have one this month. I do. I do not. That's no. okay. That's all right. That's all right. That's absolutely fine. I expect two. I expect two next month, though. Two. Okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can have one. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a little, a little game, a little game. Um, so, um, Sage twenty nineteen was a thing this year. Sonic Amateur Games Expo for those uninitiated. Um, this is an online sort of yearly event. Um, it's been going for the past oh, it's about 20 years I think now isn't it oh it's a long it's been time a long, long time. School, anyway. yeah I remember talking to you, to you about it in like, it must have been the year 2000 or 2001 or something yeah in fact and I, I I made a fat sonic fan I, I don't remember say, you, you entered it I did enter it yeah I think I entered the one that was like um, a real kind of top down 2D event that you could walk around in yeah they had like a little application you had to download yeah I think I was in that around. one yeah anyway um, and then so you found you someone was selling your game on eBay on a compilation. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bastards. <yeah. laughs> this is going back a long, long time ago, yeah. like the earliest versions of the Game Maker, I think. Uh, and I, I think I just I sort of took the the basic platform tutorial from that thing and just worked from there basically and just slapped Sonic sprites and things in there. Yeah, but it worked well. It, 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 it was all right for what it was, I suppose. Um, Anyway, yes, the Sonic Amateur Games Expo is an online event. It lasts a week or two, I think. And people who are working on Sonic fan games, traditionally, will uh, submit demos to it that you can download. Um, but in recent years, it's also been the home of, of sort of various non-Sonic games, indie games, that kind of thing. Sort of opened its doors a bit. And I'd say this year, this year is the first year where the, the indie game, the sort of non-Sonic fan games, really outshone the Sonic fan games. It's, there's some really nice-looking stuff there, actually. Um, one one thing in particular I've picked out. Um, this is uh, a game called XF Drive. This is a a racing game. Um, it's by a, a chap uh, called I think this is just a screen name Lake Feppard, who you may be familiar with. He's he's an extremely I would say disgustingly productive uh, develop individual developer, and I say that out of jealousy. Um, who has who has created uh, complete two complete two D Sonic fan games called Sonic Before the Sequel and Sonic After the Sequel? I don't know if you've heard of those. Oh, I've heard of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's also then, as if that weren't enough, he's made uh, an original character in a Sonic esque platformer called Spark the Electric Jester, and a and, ah, and yes. a sequel and a three D sequel to the that three D sequel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's made all of that, and now he's you know somehow I don't know how this is all in like the last ten years I think or something like that. So, yeah, Spark the Electric Jester was going to be um, that's on my short list of games to cover at some point. So, oh right, okay, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, so anyway, he's he's doing a little racing game, um, sort of a very sort of Sega-ish arcadey kind of uh, racer. It's sort of point to point rather than laps, a bit like Outrun. Um, and it's it, it's 
it's very fast paced. It's very it is kind of reminiscent of a platform actually. So you can kind of see how he's jumped from Sonic because it's kind of it's a bit like one of those kind of stunt ones. Is it um track main? Yeah, seeing it compared to here, I'm just looking at some, that's some exa- pictures that's, of it now. It looks really good. That's what I was thinking of. It's kind of like a sort of a stunt thing where you've got kind of it, um, the demo. Uh, you can still get the demo. I'll, I'll put the, the the link in the show notes. But you kind of you go fast down this sort of regular route, and then it sort of turns into kind of these loop the loops and kind of uh, sort of platform kind of things, and uh, it was really fun. It was really good fun. I'd recommend it. It's um, yeah, as I say, it's really fast. It's uh, really entertaining. It's got like check rather than in some races where you fall off, you sort of start very close to where you did. There's sort of checkpoints where you if you fall off, you're going to go back. So it does kind of feel like a, a sort of a, a, a streamlined three D Sonic game in a way. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's all there is to it, really. It's just a, a sort of a simple kind of Sega-ish arcade racer, a bit like that uh, Trackmania Turbo. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Mm. Um, that's amazing. It, that's like you say. Yeah, he puts out a lot of stuff. He does it? incredible amount of content. I'm I'm convinced that he's mastered the art of duplication, self-duplication, and he's just got like a whole team of himself working on away on these games. <laughs> that's the only explanation. Or he's like hiring, like you know cheap labor or something i don't know <laughs> i spent like three weeks on game maker just to get like a uh, just to do like a basic tutorial thing yeah and there's guys like that just turning out exactly. really high quality games like well uh, what should i do this morning i'll just do a sonic adventure clone be, <laughs> i'll get that done that'll that be fine it makes you sick in a way doesn't it really oh <laughs> these yeah. people god honestly these share some talent people. around blimey yeah jeez <laughs> Anyway, yeah, go and check it out. It's um, we'll stick the, the link in the show notes. It's called XF Drive. Um, it's quite. I find it quite difficult to Google because it comes up with like a car or something. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Um, Put XF yeah, Drive. It's like third or fourth um, link in the the Google results before we actually find out. <laughs> yeah. Some other unrelated stuff. Yeah, just put XF Drive game or, or fan game or um, uh, Lake Feppard. I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's the thing, and it's um, it's cool. Excellent. Mm. Okay, right. So, shall we um, have a little break and then crack on with our book club game, which we haven't mentioned at all? <laughs> As we, no, we, haven't. we always we always forget to mention the book club game. <laughs> yeah, so much for back and uh, yeah. Well, like um, one month off, and mm. it all goes to part, doesn't it? It does. Um, yeah professionals mm. uh it's sam F- driver san francisco <laughs> it's, it's sam fran driver Cisco. um yeah it's um cop- policeman game <laughs> cops and robbers there cops and robbers we don't we don't even need to talk about it. we don't know cops don't driver. Know, that's it cops and robbers so at uh, same time next month yeah <laughs> no okay so yeah we'll take a little break yeah. and we'll come back and talk about driver san francisco okay bye-bye Hello, welcome back. Uh, we're talking Driver San Francisco. Yes, we Where are. We are. This is um, an Xbox 360 slash PS3 slash PC game. Yes. Um, it was released in um, in the US and Europe in early September 2011. 
um, an OSX release uh, appeared the following year, and there is also actually a Wii version, which apparently is completely different. Did you oh, did you did you read that. this up? Yeah, no. it's apparently um, a prequel to the original Driver, and so it's got a completely different storyline, completely different gameplay mechanics, yet somehow it's given the same been given the same name. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah, I I didn't get around to looking much uh, much more into it, but yeah, that's that's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, we're looking at the the 360 and PS3 version. Uh, which one did you play? I, mean, I played it on 360. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, it's uh, as you'd imagine, it's pretty cheap. I think it goes for oh, I got it for about four quid or something. I think. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I paid about ten for mine, but okay. um, yeah, it's it's. Not going to break the bank at all. No, no. Uh, yeah, part of the Driver series, which I've never played before until until this one. Actually, are you familiar? Oh, okay. How um how versed are you in the Driver series? Uh, fairly well versed. Okay. Um, I played and loved the first one when it came out. Mm. Um, I missed the second one at launch, but I played it years later. Mm. Um, and the third one, the less said about the third one, the better. Yeah, I've heard that nothing but disdain about the third one. <laughs> Oof, it's a stinker. It is it? Really is. Um, what, what? And it's a shame because they, they had some really, you know, it, it was. It's one of these games where uh, Grand Theft Auto Three had moved that kind because the original driver always had like comparisons to Grand Theft Auto because yeah. obviously the the driving around cities mm-hmm. and um, crime type based gameplay it was always sort of compared to it um and grand theft auto 3 kind of perfected the um the 3d moving that gameplay into 3d but i think it was still early days for it and driver 3 wanted to do the same kind of thing but they weren't half as successful of it as it um you could see they would go they had a lot of the same ideas as um what gta 3 was trying to do yeah um, but it just it just didn't work. It was glitchy. Um, it, it was just unfinished. Um, it's just a mess. Mm. It's just a real mess. Um, there's like I've heard. Um, uh, there's a gaming TV show um, or uh, internet show called Consylvania. Mm. Um, re- check it out uh, if you haven't seen it. It's an amazing show. Um, but in their review of it, they mentioned that. There's a mission where um, you're supposed to be on a boat. So if you don't go to the um, the section where the boat is, you can just drive around and shoot pedestrians and everything, and the cops won't come because you're supposed to be on a mission on the boat. <laughs> so it just doesn't spawn in any police. Um, and it's just it's just full of like yeah. really really odd glitches like that. It's just it's just a mess of a game, and it's a shame because you can see underneath it all that there, there was you know they yeah. had some really good ideas, and they were yeah. trying to bring this this formula forward and have uh, this open world. And I just think they're what's the what's the phrase? Their reach exceeded their grasp. Um, uh, you know, yes, um, they they were trying to do more than they had the skills to do. I think, yeah. or time, or budget, or whatever. But yeah, um, they couldn't bring what they wanted to bring to fruition. Yeah, um, and it's a shame. But yeah, it's a mess of a game. Mm. Um, this isn't a mess of a game, though. I would say. No, I think this is a really well. This is a really well done. I had actually a lot of fun with this game. So did I. Yeah. Um, I've got to give credit where it's due. Um, I this game sort of popped onto my radar thanks to uh, a YouTuber mm. uh, called Nick Robinson. Um, okay. He's at Babylonian on Twitter, um, and he did a, a he did a video. Um, 
explaining about the game, but his, the thrust of his video was the fact that you can't buy it for PC anymore. Um, it's ah. not not available. Just literally, he had to find a, a key reseller on some dodgy site somewhere yeah. to actually get to download it. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's sort of, uh, the video is called The Best Game Ubisoft Won't Let You Play. <laughs> Um, and it's well worth a watch. Mm. Um, but yeah, it got onto my radar for that because I think uh, the Driver 3 sort of soiled the reputation of the series a bit. And I think yeah. a lot of people just ignored it after that. Yeah, well, that's a shame um, because it's, um, yeah, they're missing out. It's, they're missing um, out. It's a really good game, isn't it? Yeah, it's very sort of typical of its time, particularly in the North, although this isn't naughty, it's partic- uh, typical of a naughty's kind of, uh, you know, sort of uh, free roaming vehicular, vehicular game. I would say mm. it's kind of it, you don't really get games like this anymore. I don't. No, think. you don't. No, it, it, it's it's open world is 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 much sort of bigger in scope these days. There's so much more to do, so many collectibles to get, and while this does have extra stuff to do, I think it um it kind of focuses much more on you know just getting through the story, which you know I I kind of appreciate more generally. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's let's go go into it then. So it's um, basically it takes place in San Francisco. You play as uh, undercover detective John Tanner with partners Tobias Jones. Are they in it? Are they always in it, or is it just uh, Tanner is? Tanner. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're basically seeking to foil uh, the plot of uh, Nemesis and escaped convict Charles Jericho, um, who, uh, as you play, it, it seems to be he's attempting to assemble components to create some sort of chemical weapon. Mm. Um, and at the beginning of the game, Jericho, who's uh, who's sort of incarcerated in prison, is is being moved from one place to another. Um, and at that point, he gets assistance with a breakout, and uh, via a um, a capsule hidden in his mouth that contains acid, that he breaks <laughs> with his mouth and drops onto his handcuffs to dissolve them, which has got to be the most. <laughs> Dangerous oldest way of <laughs> here's the oldest trick in the book. Yeah, oldest trick in the book. Yeah, just but not like slowly, just immediately. So I mean, if he like accidentally bit it too quickly or something, I mean, his like, whole jaw would like fall off or something. I think <laughs> pretty risky as as, as uh, escape as prison escape scale, I would say. But yeah, that's what he does. Um, and uh, yeah, he gets out. He um, uh, Tanner and um, what's his name Jones. Uh, are uh, in hot pursuit and he manages to uh, uh, put Tanner into uh, a coma basically doesn't he yeah but you sort of get these kind of two parallel worlds throughout the game where he's kind of he's in a coma and you get glimpses of it but you're sort of you're in you're back in San Francisco in normal as you and you can drive around it and you appear to be in a dream world because he's got these powers Right. Yeah, he doesn't realise he's in a coma to begin with. No, he doesn't at all. No, you can't, and you don't fully know what's going on either. But it's, no. as you play, it becomes obvious that that you know he's he was injured in that conflict. Yeah, I think he gets uh, run over by the by the um, you know the police van that Jericho mm. commandeers. So yeah, he's not doing too good. But he's in this dream world where he realises he can sort of have an out of body experience and kind of float up above the city and then hop into uh, possess the bodies of drivers around the the city and and then sort of occupy their cars and then you can drive around that car yeah which is a great idea it's a really good it's idea. a really good idea and I'm, and I'm surprised something i'm surprised the idea hasn't been me too um worked upon since yeah because it's really good it's so much quicker than sort of having to get out of the car 
stop a car, stop another car, pull the driver out, get in, then drive it out. It's 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 really quick. It's really yeah, really well done. Um, you can really sort of zoom in quite uh, closely to really pick out the car that you want. Um, and yeah, it's really good. And I like when you when you possess someone, you get you jump into the conversation that that person's having with their passenger. And yeah. you get some really kind of, uh, you know, quite amusing kind of <laughs> dialogue between the yeah. two people. And it's, um, yeah, and you it, like jump into a, like um, a driving instructor giving yeah. someone a lesson. Yeah. And you like take over them and you like suddenly go in on a police chase. And, things, <laughs> and the, the, the driver, the instructor's like losing his mind. It's yeah. Amazing. And then the fact that he kind of has to keep pretending that he's still that person. Yeah. So he's kind of picking up along the, you know, the, the lines of, of that conversation, you know. It's um, there's, there's some quite amusing dialogue in there, um, but yeah, it's all sort of mission based. So you kind of um, use that power to sort of hone in on particular vehicles, have particular missions attached to them. Um, some of them progress the story and are needed to go through. Others are a bit more optional. Um, and then uh, it, it, that's what I find that a bit jarring sometimes because you would do like a story mission and do like a really intense story mission, and you know you have some you know a big reveal at the end. And then the next mission is something seemingly completely unrelated and sort of mundane. Yeah. That it seems a bit, well, why am I doing this? I mean, something major just happened there. Why am yeah, I yeah, Why well, am I jumping out into this? I want to get onto the next bit. This doesn't make sense that I'm, yeah. you know, trying to scare someone to, you know, there's like missions where you've got to get someone's heart rate over a certain amount to, yeah, to scare them. to scare them. them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like you've just done this really pivotal mission yeah. and now you're just jumping into random people's bodies to, to scare them. It's like... I don't really know why that's working, but yeah, yeah it's, seems, seems, I'll go with it. Seems a little weird, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's quite a variety of missions. I mean, they're kind of a lot of them are based on sort of mixtures of of sort of standard kind of things. You got like you know um, chases, time trials, you know, checkpoint challenges, destroying target vehicles, pursuits, hmm. that kind of thing. Um, but they're all kind of done really well in the, in the way that they f- kind of feel different each time. I think the way they sort of dress them when they put the, put the storyline over it and stuff. Yeah. Um, and there's some nice side missions as well. One of my favorites is, um, I don't know if you got this one. Um, it's where you, you, um, you're the driver of this woman who has organized an event of some description. And there are these bad guys. Uh, yes. Thre- threatening to um, it's like trash the event. And the the way to stop, but they don't know where the event is. And the way to stop them is by driving through all the signs that uh, yeah. have been put up for this event, all the ad- advertisements, so that they don't know where the event is. <laughs> I it's love so that. Stupid, that was so but stupid, it's really good but fun. it's great fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's loads of great characters like that in it, and I love, I'm sure they could just look at the signs that are lying around on the floor. They don't completely smash up. When you... <laughs> no, I was going to say they don't sort of vanish from existence <laughs> yeah. when you with the car. And at the end, they're like, "Oh man, we can't do it. <laughs> we don't know where it is." <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um, and yeah, but the main storylines, I guess, are like kind of he's kind of trying to figure out what Jericho's up to. So he's kind of moving up through the the kind of the food chain of his kind of organization, uh, sort of the low life kind of thugs, and kind of work out what they're doing. And he works out that they're trying to get very, these various components to make a, some sort of chemical weapon as you kind of go. And there's this sort of um, sort of police kind of um, what do you call it? Like a board with all the polaroids on and then arrows, and it kind, yeah, of, kind like of builds up over time, doesn't it? Yeah, and you know, working out all the links between them. That's right. Yeah. Um, 
yeah it's um it kind of progresses like that really it's it's um it is open world you kind of you unlock more parts of the city as you go um and i think you can go back they're not like completely cut off i think you can go back and forth between them um it's it's really nice the, the graphics are good you know There's, um it's really smooth smooth gameplay um handling kind of is it sort of varies quite a lot actually i think i found his standard car quite difficult to control sometimes i don't know if you did it can be yeah it's a little bit slippery yeah i gotta say i don't know what your experience of the game was um going into it but Mm. i think there's a mission like one of the early missions is just a standard sort of chase mission you've got a target and you have to um catch them and and sort of ram them a certain amount of time so that their car breaks down yeah. and you can arrest them. And I think when I first started playing it, I mean, the tutorial section does show you, like, all the... Um, your ability to take over other cars and all this, that, and the other. Mm. But in that first mission, I think, subconsciously, I, I didn't take any of that into account. I just started playing it like you would a normal chase mission. Yeah. And I was having a bit of a hard time with it. And it sort of clicks where you can take over a car driving in the mm, opposite direction yes yes and try to ram the target from there and it's really difficult to do i mean the timing <laughs> it takes some work getting the timing done. yeah um but i love the fact that it takes that it's it's a, just a completely different approach to the a kind of mission that you've done a million times in other games yes and it's something genuinely new to that formula. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's a really difficult thing to do. Yes. Uh, to take something like like a really standard, you know, template of gameplay and to really mix it up like that and do it successfully as well. It's really it's really cool. Absolutely. At that point, I mean, it's you know these kind of games have existed for a while, so it's probably, it's, it's difficult to come up with a genuinely new idea. And the yeah. fact that they don't really tell you that you. You can do that. They, as you say, they do kind of leave it up for you to figure out, and that they'll yeah, give you the tools, and then just uh, it's up to you. Yes, I remember there was. That, I remember that moment where I realised, hang on, I can just you know use other cars to just ram into him and be creative, yeah. and that was really really cool. It reminded me of like just as like a kid like ramming cars together, and it's yeah. Like, it's a little bit like burnout, um, like, like the crash. I was going to say, there's definite a definite burnout feel to it, isn't it? Yeah. So you kind of pick a car that's going in the opposite direction. Um, the bigger one the better you know you've got to find like a truck or a bus or something usually and you just kind of swerve you give you, you there's a there's an art to finding the right amount of timing because mm. first you'll pick one that's quite close but by the time you can sort of steer it in the right direction he's already gone past you. yeah they've already swung sw- sw- yeah. past so you got you got to go quite far ahead and then you've got to kind of get in position and they will try and kind of avoid you but yeah if you there is you, you can get you can get good at it you know Oh, you definitely can, mm. yeah. Yeah. There's there's another mission as well. I don't know if it, it's one of the side missions. I don't think it's a compulsory one. Mm. Um, but there's like street race missions that, yeah. that you yeah. have to do. Well, mm. you don't have to do, but you know why. You've done these missions a million times. Go through the checkpoints and get to the you know the finish line. Mm. Um, there's a mission like that, but you have to come first and second. Yes. So you have yes. to... You know, you can't just take over one car, win the race. You've actually got to balance your... Mm. You've got to make sure that you come in first and second place. I've never done that in a game before. No. That's another another first. And yeah. I, it's a really... 
It's just a really neat idea. It is, yeah. I will say with that one, I did find it a bit difficult. So I, oh, it's yeah, it's I took the, in the end, I just took control of other vehicles and rammed into my opponents, <laughs> and then I just won by default because there's no one there. But that's a legit tactic. It is legit. Yeah, you can legitimately do that, and it's fine. Yeah. You won't get penalised for it. It's uh, then you just yeah, you've won because you've eliminated all the other opponents with other cars. And yeah. I've never done that in a race before. <laughs> no, no, and there's loads of. I don't know if the word is subversive, but it it, it does it subverts your expectations mm. of of what's going to happen mm. in a particular you know um, scenario. There's these things that you 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 think you know exactly how it's going to go down, but it just puts a real sort of fresh slant on it that you you probably haven't done before. You haven't thought about doing these missions in this way before. And it's yeah, yeah it's really really good. It's it's refreshing to see from like. Um a game of its time I think mm. you know it's um yeah it's, I, I was really surprised by that actually because I didn't I didn't really look up too much going into it I think you advised me as, as such anyway I can't remember yeah I, I didn't want you to I didn't want you to get spoiled on the whole coma aspect of it it's hard it's hard not to but yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted that to sort of you know reveal itself organically yes and it was um yeah it was it was really cool to to see you know it really felt like something new you hadn't seen before um I think you, you do kind of unlock um, kind of new abilities, like the ability to ram and like boost a bit, and then yeah, the ability to switch you can, between two yeah, cars. Yeah, switch quickly between the cars. Which it once you get the hang of that, that's a really useful skill. Very for useful. The, the police chasers and things. Yeah, can, if you've got two cop cars, you can switch between them, and they'll they'll control automatically when you're not there, obviously. And then yeah, if, as soon as one gets behind, you switch to the other one. Yeah, that was quite cool. Yeah, because yeah. each vehicle's got like a a damage limit. So if as you smash into things or things smash into you, if you reach a certain level, the car will get wrecked. So especially with the the police cars thing, you can use that to sort of switch between the different cars and you know not get too much damage on one car. You can jump to another one. Yeah, you know with a, a higher. That's right. You can keep and, the balance. Yeah. Yeah, it's really quite tactical. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot else to say about it. Really, it is it's. If I had to criticise, I would say, other than the coma aspect of the story, I didn't find the story that compelling. I thought, um, what's his name, Christian Erico, was not a very. He wasn't a very good villain. I thought he was just a bit, a bit stock. Yeah, a little bit stock. I mean. And yeah. I thought the voice acting was a little bit corny at times. Um, I thought, it's it... not that bad. It, it, <laughs> I've heard a lot worse, trust me. Oh, I've heard worse. <laughs> I've heard worse. Yeah, I, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I didn't mind the story. Um, it, it, I didn't mind it. It, it does its job. I yeah. like the coma aspect of it. I think yeah. that's a really interesting. It's interesting, and it's a good way of explaining. What's happening? In, what's happening in the game, and why it's happening? Because yeah. I don't know how you could do a realistic kind of story with actual humans and explain how he can jump from exactly. car to car and it's, consciousness. It's so, a good mechanism for allowing that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in terms of you know, I don't know. I, I wasn't compelled to find out where the story went. Mm. I was playing it more for the game than for the story. I kind of wanted to sort of confirm what was actually happening in the sense that he was in a coma yet he was in this sort of dream world and how that you know the things that he's doing in a dream world do they affect reality i mean that kind of thing so i wanted to see how that would resolve 
Um, and I must admit, I ended up looking it up on YouTube. <laughs> I did get a fair, fair bit into the game, but I kind of got stuck on a couple of missions that you had to do, and I, I just got a bit... I kind of... I don't know. I think I probably could have done them if I persevered, but they were getting quite frustrating. I kind of had my fill of it. But yeah. and I just wanted to see... I, I did see it through the end on YouTube. There was only a few more missions to go. Um, just to see, you know, how that transpired. And there are some interesting things that happen kind of later on in terms of your relationship with with Jericho I suppose and and what he suddenly gets powers in in your world in that world which is quite which is quite interesting and then yeah. certain shifts happen that you don't quite expect um and then yeah just sort of how he kind of resolves resolves it in the end so um yeah. it's, it's kind it's of not, it's not a bad story it's no. just not not I wouldn't say it's the game's strongest aspect not particularly no. no you know the game plays the the star of the show but um yeah yeah. yeah, I definitely recommend it though. I had a, a, a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to look to see if because uh, I've written down a couple of favourite missions or, or sort of interesting missions. There's um there's you get a couple where you have to kind of stay off the the main roads a bit. Yeah, you get the um there's like a guy who's in witness protection mm. and he's really mm. paranoid. If you drive if you drive on the main road, he's he thinks someone's going to get him. Yeah. So you have to try and keep to the side roads and keep his paranoia down. Yeah, there are missions like that where you really have to keep an eye on the map and you have to look ahead of your route because you'll get the end point and you kind of have to figure out in that case what's the best route you can take because once you go into those main routes, uh, there's a little bar that sort of starts going down and if you if you deplete that, then you've lost the mission. So yeah. the more you the, the more um, uh, sort of smaller routes you take, the the better. So you've really got to plan ahead and say, okay, so there's a little gap here, but if I get there fast enough, I can make it and then sort of top it up when you get to the smaller routes. And there's a few like that where you have to really be careful about what you're doing. There's another one that was um, was basically a ripoff of Speed, the movie. Yes. Where you've got like a truck. Was it a truck? Um, yeah. And it's, someone's put a bomb on it and you can't go below a certain speed. <laughs> Literally <laughs> just ripped right out, right out of the, the movie. But, you know, it was, it was quite fun to play though. And you had to plan your route out on that because it was a big truck that was quite difficult to to manoeuvre. So you had to know exactly when you were going to turn. Is that the mission where you have to then protect it? You get it to like the bomb defusal place. You get it to like the the police station or something, and then like all the bad guys co- try and ram the the thing to blow it up. That's and a, you've got to try. And, you've got to try and defend it. That's a different one. That Is was that a different yeah, one. That th- drove me mad. That yeah, one. yeah, that was really difficult. The um, one of the that was one of the ones I gave up on actually. A sort of a later version of that. That was um, but yeah. the 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 the, tr- the speed one. You get it to a certain place, and then you have to get um a, a low car from nearby, and you have to drive it underneath the the truck to uh to defuse it. It's all sort of automatic. You sort of drive run, right under it, and you stay under it for a certain amount of time when it diffuses. Uh, There's a couple like that. Yeah, I don't know if I got to that bit. Mm. But um, uh, yeah. it, it's good anyway. Yeah, it it's is. good. Yeah. So yeah, as I said, there's quite a lot of variety there, um, and um, yeah, destroying sort of oncoming cars by grabbing a car and ramming into it is, um, is sort of a highlight. Yeah, and you can actually solve sort of quite a fair few of the missions by doing that. So it's yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, Blocking off sort of narrow alleyways and yeah. stuff, and causing bottlenecks. And yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's really satisfying. Right. Yeah, mm. Mm. And it's a it's a real shame that that formula hasn't been developed at all. I mean, no. that's the only game that I know that that does it. Yeah. Um, 
and it, you know, if he refined it, I, I, I just don't know why it didn't didn't find an audience. Really, it's no. it's, it's a shame. It is weird, yeah. Because yeah. it's cheap. You can buy it cheap. Very cheap, yeah. And you can buy if you want the collector's version. That goes for like thirty quid. Oh really? CX. Oh okay. Yeah. I'm surprised there was even sort of was a collector's version. I yeah, think that's when version. when you they, it comes with like a little model of the car and all oh, that okay. kind of stuff. That's quite cool. Yeah. Right. Didn't Cheap's know that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about the game. I think. Um, I think we've kind of covered it. Covered all the bases. Oh, I think we've given a given given a good flavour of it. Um, if you're interested in it, like I say, definitely pick it up. It's mm. it's nice and cheap. Um, I think uh, the gentleman I mentioned earlier, Nick Robinson, he's got a petition running to try and get Ubisoft to re-release it on digital platforms. So if that's if you're a PC gamer and you want to give it a try, um, stick your name on a petition. Uh, mm. Internet petitions always work. So. Yeah. It's bound to, <laughs> to have results. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth a try yeah. anyway. It's no, no harm putting your name down, is it? So. No, absolutely not, yeah. no. Um, you never know. It's um, one thing, it did have that weird you, you, UB play, you play something, uh, some weird yeah. connection thing. I, yeah. I skipped all of it, but there's some some sort of internet connection thing. Yeah, they st- the Ubisoft stick that in loads of their games, and I don't even know what it is. It's no. like their, I think it's like their their rival to Xbox Live, right? Because I seem to remember one of the Assassin's Creed games back when they were of interest to me. I, I kind of went off them because they all seem to be the same. But yeah. um, you got like points, like gamer score points for doing achievements in the game, but they weren't like gamer score points. They were Ubisoft points or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah. Put in the bin. Kind of, kind of pointless. I don't get that. Yeah, totally pointless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was, yeah, that was that. Um, yeah. So that's um, that's a, a driver. San, I almost forgot the name of it. <laughs> driver San Francisco. <laughs> uh, we recommend it. Um, go and buy it. Yeah, yeah. Do it. So um, next month, are we doing the 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 special thing that we? We're doing the special. We're doing thing. the special thing. Okay. So oh, yeah. this is the special thing. We're not. We're we're, we're each picking a game. But it's a game with a bit that's a bit different. They these gonna are gonna be bad games. Games gone bad. Games gone bad. When games go bad. Yeah, we figured that we've been doing far too many good games like Driver San Francisco in this podcast. So it's time to mix it up and put a couple of stinkers out there. Um <laughs> <laughs> and the reason we're doing two is because we figure they're gonna be so bad that we won't really want to play them very much. Um so I've got a pick, you've got a pick. Um, who do you want to go first? Do you want to go first or should I? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Right. My pick is, well, um, okay. So when I got into sort of retro games a few years ago, so I get collecting them and getting a bit more interest rather than just playing modern stuff. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts like ours and I would often hear this, this, the name of this game crop up as something that was sort of overhyped beyond belief and then turned out to be hugely disappointing. Okay. Um, and that game is Rise of the Robots. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. with a heavy hit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I've done a little bit of research on it, but I don't really know much about it. Have so you not played it? I've not played it. No. Oh, this is going to be entertaining. <laughs> well, that's kind of the point. I, I was hoping we could. Yeah. You know, because you know, you can you can play a bad game like you can watch a bad movie. You know, and just just find some joy in it absolutely yeah so it came out in um late 94 um i don't actually remember it at the time i don't know if you do 
I do. I remember it because it was on. Um, there was a TV show, Bad Influence. Did yeah. You watch Bad Influence. I didn't. I know of it. Um, yeah, it was mentioned on there a few times, mm, um, mm. and in a lot of magazines at the time. Is uh, like you say, being really overhyped. It was like the the next evolution of games. Yeah. So it's it's a fighting game featuring pre-rendered 3D robots, and I think from from what I've gleaned from it, they've spent far too much time modeling the things and coming up with this complicated AI system that they kind of completely forgot about the gameplay or it just didn't work basically and um yeah so it'll be interesting to to see okay um it's on mega drive snes arcade amiga 3do so take your pick i guess whatever's most convenient <laughs> i'll try as many of those as i can probably just out of interest um, yeah um i've got it on mega drive so i will you got the cartridge I got the cartridge. Interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, you can plug that in. I'll uh, emulate it. Um, <laughs> cool. Okay, so that's my. That's going to be my pick. That's that's what we'll. That's half of what we'll be playing for next yes. month. So what's what's your pick going to be? Well, um, originally when we planned this, um, you know, like I say, we're we're about a month behind because of um, you know the changes in our schedules and things. Yeah. Um, so this would have been a good Halloween pick. Okay. It's a survival horror. Right. Um, I don't think we've had any survival horror. No, we haven't. No, so no. It's uh, a survival horror for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's from 1997. It's called Overblood. Overblood. I don't think I've even heard of that. Oh, it's lovely. Is it? <laughs> oh, it's, it? It's a Bobby Dazzler. It's a Bobby um, Dazzler. Okay. Yeah. Go on then. Um, explain. I think the one of the things that made I've mentioned uh, Consylvania uh, already once in the show. Mm. Uh, it's a um, uh, internet-based game show um it's really difficult to describe you'd have to watch it um but it's well worth watching Mm. but um they it's consylvania that really inspired me to want to do something about games on the internet Um, okay and i think it's one of the main motivating things that i didn't know what whether it be like a YouTube thing or a website or a podcast, as it happened, we we settled on podcasts. But I think it's one of the things that really wanted me, made me want to do something about games. And Overblood is one of the uh, one of their sort of quote unquote classic reviews <laughs> that they covered. Um, and I'd never heard of the game before they covered it. Mm. Um, and it's just it's an experience. So. Um, as they shared it with me, I would like to share it with others. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I've never heard of it uh, either. It's um, it must have sort of slipped under the radar of uh, a lot of people, I guess. A lot of people, yeah. Um, it's available on the PlayStation Store in Japan, yeah. um, but I mean, you'll have no trouble tracking. I'll it track down. it down. Not, yeah, yeah. It's not a difficult game to find. Yeah. Um, okay. So yes, uh, I, w- I won't say anything about the the, the story. <laughs> um, right. You must experience it for yourself. Yeah. Okay. I'm. Um, I've got an idea in my mind of roughly the kind of thing to expect. But <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I'm not really into survival. I'm not really into horror. I'm. I'm. I'm sure this probably won't scare me much. But <laughs> I. I. I'd be very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> So for that reason, it's probably not the sort of thing I'd seek out anyway. But no. yeah, okay, cool. But yeah, um, if anyone wants to play along, that's the two games you've got to track down. Yeah. Um, I would say though, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to just slate the game for no reason. No, so no, I no. I am no. gonna. I am gonna be looking for you know positives in it yeah. as well because yeah. I think even. I don't think anyone ever makes a game 
meaning for it to be bad. No, no. You know, so I'm going to look for what the intention was and what any what good ideas, if any, can be found beneath the surface. So I'm I'm not going to just slate it, but mm. um, we'll have some fun with that. I think is yeah. I think is a, a good idea for a little a little side attraction to the main show yeah i think and that'll be our end of year episode so we're also going to do the uh, the annual the second annual pod em up awards in that episode the as well the second annual pod em up awards for, for outstanding <laughs> achievement in the field of excellence exactly that's exactly what i was going to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're going to be looking at all the games we've covered um possibly including those two i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we've got a yeah so um uh, we'll be putting out on twitter um uh, request to, for your your favourites of the ones that we've done. They will be both nominated for the technically a game award. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> this is technically this is technically, passable as a game. Passable. It's technically a video game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have a look at the awards that we we did last year. I'm going to. I might make some tweaks. I don't know because I've thought of a couple of other ideas since then. Oh, good. Um, but I'll let you know. Um, and then yeah, we'll do that homework. Um, basically, it'll be structured the same, I think, unless you've got any uh, objections. No, 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 no. no. It's cool. All good. Okay, so we're going to sort that out. Um, we'll put it out on Twitter. If you let us know which of which of the games we've covered this year is your favourite, uh, which we've kind of had a bit of feedback on already through our little competition that we did. Didn't yeah. We? Yeah, it was the uh, interestingly no one picked Medieval, which I found interesting. <laughs> I think they did. No, I don't think so. Oh, I think they did. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm sure most of them were Metal Gear oh. Solid. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid got off. Yeah. Ah, oh, why well, no one said Medieval? I know. It's, That's it's... probably because they thought it was too obvious. Yeah. Because it was a competition to win Medieval. Well, so they, apart they from well, Medieval, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. going to do the obvious pick. It goes without saying. Yeah, exactly. It goes without saying because they want to win Medieval, so they obviously have a preference for that. So Yeah, either that or because Medieval's on the second page of our blog page. I just didn't bother looking at the second page. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, just want to shout out to congrats to uh, at Matthew Lion Eleven who did win the uh, medal for, for PS4. Yes, have, he did. have you it's sent on its way? Have you? Oh, you sent it to him. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, awesome. Um, so, I don't know how long it'll take to get there because he's in a, he's in America. Yeah, but, um, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, that kind of wraps everything up, I suppose. I think it does. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you want to email us, we're podumup at gmail on Twitter, we're at podemup, and podemup.net is our is our website. It is, mm-hmm. and it's a good one. It is great. Everything is good. Everything is good, yeah. Everything is good in the world of podemup. Indeed. Yeah, okay. So uh, we'll see you next month, all being well. Um, yeah. And, yeah, for our, our, our um, end of year kind of blows bonanza. Kind It's the end of year show already. I know, I know. We've done a year, really well, a year, a year and a half roughly of, of bottom up it's weird isn't yeah. it it's um it's time, time flies by so quick but um yeah we've had a great great time so far um mm. yeah done, played lots of cool games yeah um, so what better way to, to, to finish the year by playing two sinkers <laughs> <laughs> that's what i thought yeah yeah okay cool um right we'll see you then yeah bye, bye.